0: This is The Antidote on 92.7 FM.
1: I could have been with you that day, still I was puking and I had passed out when they called to say that your lights were out. Well, it's a long weekend, yes, something seems wrong. Happy Nest and come along. It's a long weekend, yes, something seems wrong. Happy Nest and come along.
0: I'm Dave Hawkinson. This is The Antidote. I had a great long weekend, but tonight's artist, Destroy Nate Allen, obviously had a really bad one when they wrote the song Long Weekend Blues. Destroy Nate Allen is a musical oddity. I guess I compare them to those old Godzilla movies where the films seem to be only about monsters trying to kill each other. But then you start to dig deeper and you find out the films are actual social commentaries dealing with serious issues. And that's also the case with Destroy Nate Allen. You think it's just a light, fun song and then you discover what's really behind it. Well, The Antidote met with Nate Allen for a Skype interview during his drive home from work one day, and we talked about the music of Destroy Nate Allen. So I thought our next song from them would fit right in. Here's We Talk Occasionally on the Internet.
1: We talk occasionally on the Internet. Oh, we talk occasionally on the internet. Oh, we talk occasionally on the internet, but the real time spend is not easy to forget. Oh, once upon a time, I met a real life friend in a real time life that our friendship began. We had some great adventures and we told a lot of tales. We made a lot of memories before we set sail. And oh, we talk occasionally on the internet. Oh we talk occasionally on the internet, oh we talk occasionally on the internet, but the real time spin is not easy to forget. Again. A few years later, I saw her again, and the much had changed while we were still friends. We, we talked, talked about our lives, lives and she talked, talked, talked about our kids, and we, talked about our kids and we talked about the places that we now live, and we talked occasionally internet, we talk occasionally on the internet, we talk occasionally on the internet, but the real time span is not easy to forget. We talk occasionally on the internet, we talk occasionally on the internet, we talk occasionally on the internet, but the real time span is not easy to forget.
0: Nate Allen of Destroy Nate Allen is here with the antidote. Nate, man, it's great to have you with us. it's great to be here. The last time I was at a Destroy Nate Allen show, your hair was blue, but I know you like to switch it around, so what color are you currently running?
2: You know, I'm. it's currently natural with, with a little bit of leftover from my last uh, dye job. I did a Kickstarter for a side project, and in that Kickstarter there was Wild Nate and Normal Nate to kind of show an evolution of this one record. And so I went on tour with the other band and tried to look like Normal Nate, and so... That's kind of what I look like right now, and we'll see how long that lasts. It might not last very many days.
0: <laughs> you got to give us a story. Why is it that you want to have Nate Allen destroyed?
2: Well, probably around 10 years ago, I was playing music as Nate Allen, so just me, my guitar. And I went through what was just a season of change on every level. I mean, it was maturity-wise, emotionally, spiritually, uh I was really dealing with a lot of depression, a lot of anxiety, bitterness, fear, all sorts of emotional things. And that ended up leading me to quit music for a season. And in that season, like I started kind of growing in all these different areas as I took time for my internal process versus just you know going and playing music all the time. Sure. And over that year, I changed a lot as, as a person. And so in a lot of ways, that Nate Allen just wasn't the same anymore. And so I, I was a very unknown musician at the time, uh, you know, sold just a handful of CDs. And I was going to buy DestroyNateAllen.com to make fun of myself and try to maybe get someone to pay attention. And I brought that up to Tessa, who's now my wife at the time. She's just my friend, about, yeah, I'm thinking of buying this DestroyNateAllen.com website. And her response is, is that going to be your new band name? And I thought, oh, well, Maybe. And I went and thought about it for a while and decided that, yeah, it would be a band name. And so it kind of marked a new season in my process.
0: You basically switched from normality to chaos.
2: Yeah. And I'm a pretty, I would say, conventional musician. I played folk songs and stood in the corner of coffee shops and played them. And then eventually started touring. And as I toured more and more, that quiet coffee shop performance got traded out for something much more boisterous. I'm
1: so tired. love you and this would be our song and like any eagle in flight I'll help you make it through the night and like a ship upon the sea I'll take your heart away with me And I'll be your ambulance if you'll be a sailor. And together we will travel across the sea. And I'll be your friend, I'll be your friend if you let me. And I'll pick you up whenever you're in need. Like any eagle in flight I'll help you make it Through the night And like a ship Upon the sea I'll take your heart Away with me And I'll be your ambulance You'll be a sailor And together We will travel Across the sea I'll be your friend, I'll be your friend if you let me, and I'll pick you up whenever you're in need. I put the car in park so you could drive me crazy. A punk rock girl.
0: Just one half of Destroy Nate, Allen. How about telling us about your other band member?
2: Yeah, that would be Tessa, my, my wife. When we got married in 2008, I had her join the band. It was like I'd played some music with a friend in Michigan, and he had his wife join his project kind of under the, the premise that, well, you know, this is just something I'm doing for fun, and so why can't you have fun as well? And so when Tessa and I became a couple, I was like, well, why don't you join the band? And so we've just decided to see how our personalities and musical styles would, would mix together. And so I think she made Destroy Nid Allen more theatrical and kind of probably more punk rock than I would have evolved on my own. And so that's kind of what she brings to it is a very outgoing personality, which definitely changed the, the nature of the project.
0: Now, you said that you made her join the band. You, well, made, that, you made her?
2: Yeah, first <laughs> I contracted her. No, well, I, I think it was just... She'd always wanted to tour and to, to travel, and so it was like, "Hey, why don't you join the band?" Um, at that point, it was very much, a, "Let's just see what happens together." I think later on, we've been we've been playing music together for over seven years now. There there was definitely points where I was pulling her along in my exuberance or you know workaholic nature or whatever you want to call it. That it was like, "Okay, I'm pulling her into my idea now. We need to." learn what is a healthier balance that, uh, as far as making her do something, I've definitely have been guilty of that. The first thing I think it was just, a, let's see what happens together.
0: So was it just one of your wild hair colors that drew you two together?
2: You know, we, we lived in San Francisco at the time and we were going to a, a little church there and didn't have any other rock and roll friends. And so just from an early on in our friendship, we were kind of the, the two people that would go to shows. Um, At that point, we went to a lot of hardcore shows together. And uh, we ended up being best friends for three years, almost by default, because we didn't have anyone else that shared our interests. And so we just spent a lot of time together. And that was just the nature of, I guess, hanging out and calling. And I actually had this old cell phone that would only hold charge for a few minutes. And so I only had one number memorized in, in the city and I was dealing with this really, I mean, an intense level of depression where I was literally crying every 15 minutes if I wasn't talking to someone. I was just really breaking down. And so I would call her as soon as I could get my phone charged after work. It was because I needed to hang out with somebody. So I called Tessa and she just thought, oh man, this guy's such an idiot. His phone's never charged because I'd always say my phone's about to die. But the reality was it was a, you know, a bad battery. So we just ended up spending a lot of time together by default at first. Um, And then, you know, we, we ended up really enjoying each other's company. Work
1: in the morning, gonna sleep in. See all my friends on this fine weekend. First gotta sweep the floor and clean the house. Hope all the kids are as quiet as a mouse. It's a beautiful thing, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Gonna go for a walk, maybe stop and talk Hopefully see a new band that actually rocks See a basement show, cause don't ya know Some things in life are worth a go It's a beautiful thing, it's a beautiful thing It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing I met a girl and she blew my mind i get a sit next to her at dinner time her smile brightens my day and when i've gone astray she finds me deep in my selfish ways it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful 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 thing sun came out and I stayed inside put on some coffee then I went for a ride to that place you know that we all seem to go dreaming with some friends of going to Mexico it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful 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 thing So if you're here to scoff, maybe you're better off Finding a friend and going for a walk But if you're here today and you've lost your way Let's try to find that loving feeling Yes, if you find yourself a-reeling Let's try to find that loving feeling
0: tessa she is dramatic isn't she
2: yes very much
0: (laughs) clothing style outgoing performance everything
2: yeah Uh, she's full full colored uh specifically i think she just enjoys bright colors and shiny things and you know both stylistically and just as a personal preferences so
0: i guess that ties right into destroy nate allen because you guys don't have a typical punk sound um no. I, I don't know. What would you call it? Alt-punk, acoustic punk? Does that fit?
2: Well, the, the word folk punk is sometimes used. What I tend to say is we play interactive, sing-along, folk punk. So that's how I describe what we do.
0: And how do you get the crowd going when you're at a show?
2: Well, with, with destroying it, Alan, we just kind of throw ourselves at their mercy. And uh, <laughs> with, a, with a big sing-along or, a, you know... That's generally what we start every show with is just throw me out in the middle of the crowd and, and start carrying on. And I mean, we actually have this, this little theme song now. It's I Say Nate, You Say Alan. And generally that works pretty good. So within the first few seconds of the concert, even if you've never seen us before, people are they're singing along and having a good time. And, and that's kind of how we start.
0: But you play with quite a wide variety of bands, genres and whatnot. Totally. And what's your favorite style? What type of band do you most enjoy playing with?
2: I, I have decided that I like bands with personality. So, if I'm playing with somebody and I can I can figure out, you know, what makes them unique and that, that's coming through, and that might mean they just, you know, tell really good stories or they get the crowd to do silly antics or whatever, but if they have if they have a real tangible personality, um, I think that kind of surpasses style for me at this point. You know, if I can see a really good hardcore band, but their singer is, you know, really connecting with the audience and really authentic, then that will work for me as good as, you know, folk band or a punk band.
0: And how crazy do the shows get? Because I mean, you're coming across here as being relatively normal, but I have seen one of your shows, so I know I think you're putting on a false front.
2: <laughs> it's nice for you to say that because I I agree. Um, well, I mean, our shows are. We're just, I mean, they're very, very interactive, so they can get wild. I mean, I think we get as wild as the audience, so, I mean, it'll be a concert that, you know, is, is 15 people in a, in a small space, and then we'll go into the bathroom, and we'll all, you know, end up with crowd surfing in the bathroom. And, I mean, it, I, I never know how the shows will end, and I never know how they'll go, so. Um, my goal is to do something different every night at every single concert we ever play. So i just constantly changing little tiny things or taking chances.
0: I don't know, taking chances, that would definitely be crowd surfing in a bathroom stall.
2: Totally. Um, We throw ourselves at the mercy of our audience, so that might mean letting them take over the control of the concert. You know, sometimes I'll go to sing something and they'll be singing something else, so we'll switch up and start singing what they're singing. Uh, Or, or, I mean, giving them permission to really... We start... each, Each concert lately has been, we say the phrase, you have permission to have more fun, which kind of is giving them permission to you know dance crazier or interact with us in a way that you wouldn't necessarily interact at a normal concert and so that really is like kind of changing the dynamic of what what happens
1: they want to put alligators in our apartments big stakes to play with the kids in the backyard basketball players to beat us up just when you think that you've had enough Well, they break our legs and then run away Pack their bags and then ask to stay Just when you think that it can't get worse They chop down the trees and you kick them out They fight and they scream and their voices seem Like samurai swords cutting through paper walls or they shoot their guns down through the floor One's not enough so they shoot some more Or they throw their cigarettes in the flowers Three days later it starts a fire They track us down when we go to church And it feels like they rule our universe
2: They want to put alligators in our
1: apartments Big snakes to play with the kids in the backyard Basketball players to beat us up And just when you think that you've had enough Well they break our legs and then run away Pack their bags and then ask to stay and Just when you think that it can not get worse They chop down the trees and, and you kick them out. out They like to get naked when they're alone I stand in the doorway when you get home While well, they scream and convulge in the parking lots And, and then, then they take, take up two parking, parking spots So they all like to call us on Christmas Day The one, one day, day we, we want them to stay away Oh well, they wake us up at 3am Cause somebody kicked their front door in But you, you can't, can't kick them out when they're selling drugs, drugs. They say they know karate and their daddy owns the place They want to put alligators in our apartments Big snakes to play with the kids in the backyard Basketball players to beat us up And just when you think that you've had enough Well they break our legs and then run away Pack their bags and then ask to stay and just when you think that it can't get worse They chop down the trees and, and you kick
2: them out
0: You ever find situations come up when you're at a show and people just can't quite figure out destroy Nate Allen? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's
2: there's definitely moments where we throw ourselves out there and they just stand and stare and don't do anything. (laughs) And, And I mean, we were in, I think it was Ohio, Cincinnati several years ago. And I asked people like, so what's going on? This is like you know we're throwing ourselves out there. You're just standing and staring, and their response is, "Well, we just don't know what to do with you." <laughs> and so that that happens from time to time, not that often, but I mean, we uh, we definitely run into concerts where you know we get wild and they just stand there and stare at you. <laughs> and and generally by the end of one of those nights, I call them working nights, we'll you know do our twenty twenty thirty minute show, and they'll do zero. Return, you know, there'll be no, no clapping, no smiling, and by the end of the night, I can get, you know, ten percent of that crowd to interact, to do a sing-along, to kind of do a goofy dance. You know, that that works. It's just a working night, and then there's the nights that that ten percent never turns, or that, you know, on a good night everybody's into it, and in a bad night though, it's like, oh, well, we just went through that concert <laughs> and did our show, and then sometimes people come up to us and just say, you know, it was like the most unusual or most amazing thing they'd ever seen. They just you know it was so far outside of their realm of I guess normal that they just didn't were kind of like shocked the whole time. And so some even on those nights that are like the worst nights, we'll get some of the, the most interesting, awesome feedback.
0: You do have a really unusual show, but you also cover some pretty unusual topics in your music. You ever find that you're just alienating some of the conservatives in the crowd?
2: Well I think it goes both ways. I mean we we have you know, a song that would say, uh, you know, a song called Jesus Keep Us Safe From The Cops that might hit some people in a weird way, but then we have topics that will go the other way. It's like we're kind of maybe too, too conventional lyrically for some people in the same way that we're too, uh, too wild or something. So it goes both ways.
1: Well, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you're gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you gonna want me to do. Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you gonna want me to do. Yes, I got a little problem and it's rubbing off on you. I'm constantly buzzing and moving all around I got so much insecurities I can't let myself slow down But the circle must be broken and the wheeler must be jammed Cause I'm not who I'm meant to be and I gotta find who I am Well I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you gotta want me to do Yes I gotta find out and I gotta know now what you gotta want me to do Yes, I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you are gonna want me to do? Yes, I got a little problem And it's rubbing off on you See, I've tried to prove my value That's stupid as it sounds Thought if I could just work hard enough My dreams, they would be found But the circle must be broken And the wheel it must be jammed Cause I'm not who I'm meant to be And I gotta find who I am Well I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you gonna want me to do Yes I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you gonna want me to do Yes I gotta find out and I gotta know now What you gonna, yes, gonna want me to do Yes I got a little problem And it's rubbing off on you But at the end it's inconclusive If I've accomplished everything By pressing through to all my goals With false realities but the circle must be broken And the wheel it must be jammed Cause I'm not who I'm meant to be Oh, I'm not who I'm meant to be Oh, I'm not who I'm meant to be, oh, meant to be. And I gotta find who I am Sense and sensibility will never mean that much to me fact, I've never seen it on TV. Land <laughs> up opportunity. Well, I'm pretty glad we're kind of free. Truth is, we could be a lot worse off. <laughs> Please tell me what you're gonna do. If you're not gonna play this on the radio. To maximize the rock and roll While we're taking back some control And seeking to not avoid responsibilities Like where do we go when the money's spent Yes, I'm married and I pay the rent And that's a life that I'm committed to You see, I could go back to mom and dad Oh, growing up wasn't that bad, but that's not really what I want to do. Please tell me what you're gonna do if you're not gonna play this on the radio. So we will Do things on our terms Applying the lessons that we've learned And trying the best to steward What we have So if it means that I gotta get an extra job Eat more ramen like my Uncle Bob Then maybe we will see These dreams come true Please tell me what You're gonna do If you're not Gonna play this on the radio. Please tell me what you're gonna do if you're not gonna play this on the radio.
0: Well, you brought up that song, "Jesus Keep Us Safe from the Cops." Love to hear your comments on that song.
2: Well, actually, we're, I'm in. I live in Kansas City now, so I can tell you how I wrote it, because. Um, there's a, a Walmart not far from here that when I first started traveling, I traveled through here and I slept at that Walmart after the concert and during the, the night I was visited by two sets of as officers. The first one came around I don't know, it's probably two thirty in the morning, maybe three. They asked asked me a set of questions, why are you sleeping in your van? I'm like, I don't have a home, why don't you have a home? I'm a musician. Why are you here? I'm on tour, like what's your name? I say Nate Allen. And then they said, well, you could be killed for sleeping in this parking lot. And I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) I'll just, you know, go back to bed. And then four hours later, two more cops came. And they ran me through the exact same set of questions. exact Word for word all the way through. And then when I got to, what's your name? I said, Nate. And they said, Alan. And it was like, oh, really, really eerie. And then they told me I could be killed for sleeping in that parking lot. They weren't necessarily threatening me. But that was a realm of a, a tour. I was on tour for six months by myself in a van. And I got stopped 15 times by police officers. Uh-oh. So I developed what I would say was a very tangible phobia of officers. Even though, I mean, I have, I have family who are police officers and that I felt safe around. But in, in that season, I was definitely scared. And then, then we've seen lots of people. I mean, it's in the news all the time now of people that have felt uh, on the wrong side of many police interactions. So as I started writing that song, it took about a year before it became a request. And normally, like, we only play it when it's requested. Then when it's requested, you know, we hear the funniest stories of people who have been driving and scared or, I mean, and then they're getting followed by a cop and they start singing it and the cop stops following them. And, <laughs> and we've seen that happen many, many times. You know, we've heard all sorts of stories.
0: So this is the real reason that you have now have Tessa, because she's the muscle of the band.
2: <laughs> Maybe. I, I'm more prone to, to breaking up things, I think, and I tend to be a bit of a fight-stopper over the years. So if there's a, something that need, that's escalating, I, uh, I tend to jump into the middle of it.
1: One, two... One, two, three, four. Jesus, keep us safe from the cops. Jesus, keep us safe from the cops. Jesus, keep us safe from the cops.
0: Jesus, keep us safe from the cops well,
1: I swear, we didn't do anything mm. So why are you tailing us mm. like we stole everything? Mm. And Jesus, keep us safe from the cops And Jesus, keep us safe from the cops. And Jesus, keep us safe from the cops. And Jesus, keep us safe from the cops. Well, I was sleeping in a parking lot. They said they'll kill you On this very spot Then a few hours later His friends came around Said listen here boy You best get out of our town And Jesus Keep us safe from the cops Jesus keep us safe from the cops Yes Lord Jesus. keep us safe Jesus
0: Of your songs that grabbed me, this is one of the first that I ever heard. Booby Bar. I mean, I howled when I first heard it. And I think you know what makes a lot of sense, but maybe you should fill us in.
2: Well, that song—it's actually a great example of a song that would would make somebody who um, is less
0: conservative
2: uncomfortable, because that—I mean—that song is basically that a strip club is not a good place to to start a relationship or find one. And we wrote that. I think Tessa wrote almost all of that in. I think we're in the south, some, southern U.S. somewhere. And we drove by a strip club that was called Mouse's Ear Gentlemen's Club. And, you know, we've traveled the U.S. for hundreds and hundreds of days and never seen a strip club with a, such a <laughs> silly name. And so she saw the name and thought it was funny and just wrote this song about that. Because, I mean, what we, what we know more than anything else is, I mean, we're, we're very focused on relationships, both of the friendship kind and the romantic kind. Um, it's kind of our thing. So I think she turned it into kind of a commentary about that that's not the best place to find a relationship. That's, that's what that song's about.
1: Don't go down to the booby bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that booby bar. Don't go down to the booby bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that booby bar. Don't go down to the boobie bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that boobie bar. Some women think it's an intimate but I think it's cause more hesitation. Televasion and you're not being loved for who you are. Don't go down to the boobie bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that boobie bar. Don't go down to the booby bar. 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 If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that booby bar. As a man, it's time that I take a stand. It's a just a line drawn in the sand? Women respect and dignity. They're more than some for us to see. But don't go down to the booby bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that booby bar. Don't go down to the booby bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go to that booby bar. Don't go down to the booby bar. If you want a real relationship, you won't get far. Don't go
0: to that booby bar. I've got a couple other songs picked out here, but maybe I should just get you to comment on one. I'll let you pick which one you want to talk about. The other ones I had written down were Electrified, Broken mm-hmm. Wings, and okay. of course your classic one, Asshole. Oh. <laughs> so you pick um, which one you want to talk about.
2: I'll um I'll give you a short commentary on Broken Wings and then I'll go into Asshole. That's that's more of a sure topic, I think. Um so Broken Wings is a song that I've written kind of about like lost friendship. I mean lo- lose people over the over the years and I think I wrote that about a friend that you know lost him as a friend and you know here you are in a situation where i'm I'm with a group of people like kind of the the people that are doing the right thing with then we watch our friend go down a path that was destructive for him and other people around him and just kind of like okay i'm in this horrible place of watching my friend hurt himself and kind of wrestling with you the, the emotion of the weight of that emotion mm-hmm. so that's what that song is really about and asking you know god i mean come and help you know, show up in the midst of the situation where it's very unfortunate. Um, so that's what that, that song is, is very much about. Uh, Asshole, on the other hand, is a very much a song that I, I sing as a confessional when I've, you know, hurt Tessa particularly or somebody else at the show. And I realize I can look at myself and say, hey, I've done something uh, stupid this day. And so I, I will start a show with that if I have been a jerk to her or somebody else as just a public apology. It's my like my favorite song to play oftentimes. Because it really it's interesting because it, it people at first think it's a joke and then they realize that it's very much a serious song of a public apology and kind of owning up to my, my end of things. And it will it'll change the atmosphere of the room. Take any of that like kind of joking party pretense right out of a room and just kind of sober everybody up. Also, it's it's good because I can publicly apologize though. Sometimes when I need to do that, it'll, uh, it'll rectify a situation.
0: I think that's been the most interesting thing I've found with your band, because you come across as being a bit of a novelty, but you realize that there really is quite a bit of depth to what you put out.
2: Yeah. We, uh, we definitely enjoy being a goofy band, especially live. But, um, I mean, I think Tess and I both enjoy depth as much as we enjoy being goofy.
1: Woke up this morning on a Sunday. One of my two split days off this week. Started feeling tired around 6 p.m., and I can't find a kind word to speak. And I hate, oh, I hate feeling like an asshole Oh, I hate, oh, I hate feeling so unnerved Oh, I hate feeling like the things I hate And I wish I could take back my words see I can't even tell you that I love you but I wanna love before I die and one more year holy isolation, maybe I'll finally get a try, see truly I have never laughed at danger, but I talk a pretty good game. When we're all walking honest Well, darling, we all look the same And I hate, oh, I hate feeling like an asshole Oh, I hate, oh, I hate feeling so Feeling like the things I hate, and I wish I could take back my words. I woke up this morning on a Sunday. One year later, sleeping next to you. Wishing I could say that I'd tamed my tongue. But some days that would not be true. And I hate, oh, I hate feeling. Like an asshole Oh I hate, oh I hate feeling so unnerved Oh I hate feeling like the things I hate And I wish I could
2: This is Nate from Destroy Nate Allen, and you're listening to The Antidote. Here we
1: are on our... Guys have to cry today.
0: Well that sort of raises another question then. Um, I don't know, this could be easier, it could be hard. How would you describe the purpose of Destroy Nate Allen? Well,
2: I think the purpose of Destroy Nate Allen live is we want to leave people in a better place. So, you know, if you've had a horrible day, I hope you can come see us and and leave feeling like you've experienced some joy and uh I, I heard a friend say that but about 80% of music uh, exists for a pastoral reason or a reason to basically care for someone or make them feel better. Um, Even, I mean, if you're talking, you know, heavy metal or, or goth or something that would be darker, I think it serves the same purpose and that it's, it can be cathartic and help you, you know, if you're feeling bad, you know, go to a show that they can help that emotion work itself out. And so I think this It Alan live, particularly, that's, that's our function. Um, Recorded-wise, our goal... I mean, to put out records we like, but also just to um, kind of carry that across where it's like, this is who we are. And uh, hopefully when you interact with us, you end up going from the point where you are to maybe a, a better point when we're done.
0: You've got a buttload of music. So where are people <laughs> going to pick up that music?
2: Oh, if you go to our band camp or our, our destroynateallen.com, you'll be able to find a lot of it. I mean, I think we're, Probably a little over 100 songs that we've released in the last seven years. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's, uh, and we're actually, there's a, there's a part where we're kind of dividing it into two separate projects. There'll be the, the part where Tessa and I are kind of going full-fledged into what we do, which is, is kind of what people experience live most of the time. And then I'm kind of putting some focus on uh, quieter sets of songs. Which in our current Destroy Need Allen live framework doesn't really work. Um so we play, you know, five, six, seven songs a night, and which is less than ten percent of what
0: I've released uh, since we started. So
2: trying to develop a way that I can play those songs and still do Destroy Need Allen.
0: So you do it as two separate entities, or do you gonna yeah. try to blend the two?
2: Well, I I think we've we've tried to blend the two for the whole time we've been a band. And we've just we're learning that I think there's more space if we divide them a little bit, so I'm trying to figure out how that works out where I can play, you know, a set of, of serious, somber-toned songs. I mean, it's still me, but it definitely has a different
0: feel. You're just gonna have to go off stage and put a suit on. <laughs> you
2: know, we actually did a tour maybe two months ago where I had this. Uh, I have a side project called the Packaway Dots, and we we open the the shows as the Packaway Dots which is real serious, you know, it's kind of social commentary and uh, more, more traditional rock and roll. And then our drummer, you know, started playing some beats and he was goofing off and making noise and doing his thing. And we ran off and put our costumes on for Destroying the Island and ran back out and just started that show, um, <laughs> which was quite fun. It was like, we, you know, our first ever costume change. <laughs> uh, and so we did that for a few nights and uh, I think that worked out pretty well.
1: From the southern hills, the northwest winds are coming. Give me chills. Oh, when the sun it shines, when the sun it shines, when the sun Segregation in the social station Can we put our differences aside? When the sun it shines When the sun it shines When the sun it shines shines. For all the wrong reasons For all the wrong reasons Did all my friends want to move to The worst city. I don't know, well I don't know And all my friends want to move to the West City, West of the Mississippi Now Now I know,
0: now I know, now I know
1: Context clues and social views, gunfighting on the news Preaching out until I finally see the light.
0: Context clues
1: and social views. Young Gunfighting on the evening news. Preaching out until I finally see the light. sun it shines when the sun it shines for all the wrong reasons for all the wrong reasons
0: west side blues from nate's side project nate allen and the packaway dots you've been listening to the antidote on trent radio 92.7 fm peterborough Now, if you happen to miss a past episode of The Antidote, go over to our podcast recordings on iTunes, and while you're there, give us some help and write a review. Now, I know it didn't feel like it today, but summer really is coming, and something that I love doing in the summertime is going to music festivals. Next Wednesday, we chat with Luke and Zach of the influential Audio Feed Festival, which is coming up July 2nd to 5th in Urbana, Illinois. They're going to talk about what it takes to organize an event like this. And of course, we're going to have some music from a few of the artists that are on the lineup at this year's audio feed. Next up is the song Vegetables from Destroy Nate Allen. And it really speaks to all of the coffee fanatics here at Trent Radio. So we're going to say goodbye to Nate and then the song, and we'll see you all next week. So what's up next for Destroy Nate Allen? Are you going to do any summer touring?
2: We are, we'll be doing, well, next weekend, we are going to go play a show in Chicago with a band called Steve Taylor and the Perfect Foil and Danielson family, who are, you know, two of our our favorites. And so we're going to join them. And then we'll be doing, yeah, some summer touring and hopefully some touring in the fall as well. I actually have a, a record for my side project, The Packaway Dots, that'll be coming out pretty soon. I'm actually waiting on the vinyl right now or else it would be out. Um, so that's that's the next thing I'm releasing and then we'll be doing some more Destroy New Allen
0: well that's great Nate thanks a lot for coming on The Antidote man it's been great meeting with you thank you very much for taking time enjoy the rest of your drive well, thank you okay Nate take care
1: we should double up our vegetables and not drink so much coffee we should double up our And not drink so much coffee We We should double up our vegetables And not drink so much coffee But what about the coffee? gives me headaches, it gives me shakes It wakes me up too early And it keeps me up too late It gives me headaches, it gives me shakes It wakes me up too early trying to quit coffee because it's dragging me down and all my youthful energy's not coming around and i'm trying to eat more vegetables every day but, but i, I don't, don't always like, like my food, food that way and i'm trying to try to get more exercise but it's so hard to focus on the prize. Yeah, so favorite parking spot, park in the back of the parking lot, not in your favorite parking spot. We should ride our bicycles. We should ride our bicycles. We should ride our bicycles. We should should ride